If you're ready to say goodbye to being a boss babe or hustling 24-7, welcome to Life in Business. This is the podcast for women just like you who want an easy and effective way to grow your business that's built around genuine work-life balance, not growing a million-pound empire. I'm your podcast host, Libby Langley, award-winning business coach and Amazon best-selling author, known as the queen of easy business because of my sensible and easy-to-implement ways to earn more by doing less. In Life in Business, I share with you how to make small but effective tweaks, how to be confident in your business decisions, and how to make a healthy and guilt-free profit doing exactly what you love the most without working 14 hours a day. Get ready to make your dreams a reality. Here's this week's episode. Oh, hi. Welcome along to another episode of Life in Business. I am, as ever, Libby Langley, your host, and it's very nice to be in your ears again today. Today's episode was inspired by a conversation I had earlier on this morning with my husband, and he works in, oh, broadly the construction industry. And we were talking about LinkedIn, and he showed me some of the content that's shared by people in the industry. And we talked about how boring it was, right? And I gave him a few pointers on, a few specifics on why particularly it was boring. It's not his content, just saying, but just in the industry in general. And how it's just, you know, nobody is going to care about that stuff, right? So if you're putting stuff out there as a corporate to try and win work, there are ways to do it and ways not to do it. And also for non-corporates too, but this was specifically we were talking about the corporate world. And I think often that social media becomes just a tick box exercise for all of us, right? But if particularly if you're kind of paying, uh, you know, if you're paying staff members or something to do it, and it's one of their things to do, it can, not always, but it can lose some of its kind of excitement and interest, right? Because it's just another thing that they have to do. And when you're working for yourself and you do your own social media, it too can just become another thing that you need to do on your never-ending to-do list. And so you can start to resent it. You can just chuck stuff out. You you know, it just, I don't know, it's just rubbish, right? (laughs) And one of the questions I get asked a lot is how do I get more engagement on social media? So I'm a business coach, but I I was a social media and digital marketing coach for over 10 years. And I taught my first Facebook and Twitter workshops way back in 2009. So social media is something that has always been, you know, part of my universe. My MBA dissertation was on social media marketing and corporate communication. Oh, yeah social media marketing strategy and corporate communication, of course, just to give it its really full sexy title. So, you know, social media is kind of a world that I've been in for a long time, talking about social media. And I I do get asked about it a lot, right? So there are lots of long and boring technical answers that I can give you to the question of how do you get more engagement on your social media that may or may not make a difference. You know, we can talk about algorithms till we're blue in the face, but it may or may not make a difference. But this, because the simple way to get more engagement is you need to make your social media content less boring, okay? 
and I say this tongue in cheek, right? And it's not intended to be a criticism because you work hard at it all, but finding, you know, like I say, becoming just another thing on your to-do list is a way, a surefire way to make it a bit boring. And it's, oh, just get something out. Yeah. So I've got some tips for you today on how to make it more interesting, which will lead to more engagement. Okay. And let me just say now, this is not about you posting more often necessarily. You don't need to do 10 posts a day or whatever the bloody hell some people will tell you. You know, that is absolutely not something that's going to make any difference. The things that I tell you today are the things that will make a difference. And it might mean less work because you know that I like to tell you things that involve less work than you're doing at the minute. So the first way I would say to you to uh, how you can make your social media less boring and therefore get more engagement is to share your passion, right? Or your belief or your mission or goal or whatever you want to call it. But if you talk about what makes you angry, (laughs) what you feel is an injustice in the world, what you really care about, what you're passionate about, why do you care about what you do? All these things, if you just say what you're really thinking, that is going to be a conversation starter. And you don't have to be like angry about everything. I mean, if you are angry about things, if there's injustice that you're angry about and it's relevant to the work that you do, oh yeah, talk about it. But don't just be angry for the sake of being angry. That's not what I'm saying. But if you are particularly passionate about something, if there's somewhere that you have come from in your life that has led you to be doing what you're doing, or some you, you do things differently from other people because the way other people do it is not the best way, for example, then that's the kind of message that you need to talk about. That stuff is the stuff that you care about, okay? So let's use the example of a business coach, right? There's a million and one business coaches out there. If you did a Google search for business coach, I mean, I don't even know how many people would come up. Millions, right? But then if you, you know, for me, there's some things that I am really passionate about as a business coach. And one is that women chronically undercharge and the patriarchy, (laughs) all of these things. And I talk a lot about those and quite openly about those. And I know that that's a belief that other people share. And to me, that's important to share that because it helps me resonate with the right people And it's something that I care about a lot and something that I want to change. And I also am very passionate about anti-hustle, yeah? I don't want to get you to 10K months for the sake of getting to 10K months because we can all do that if we work really bloody hard all the time. That's To me, that's not what life and business is about, right? It's about having this balance. It's about enjoying your life. It's about earning what you want to earn to live, facilitate the life that you want, not just chasing money because that's what the cool people do. So these are the things that I talk about, right? I'm really passionate about these things and they really matter to me. And so by sharing this and being open and honest about what gets my goat and why I think there's a different way of doing things and an easier way of doing things, 
that gets people talking. It gets people responding to things. And it's enabled me to, well, start this podcast and write a book. So it it, it kind of leads to more opportunities and you, and you get known for your thing, right? And some people hate it and fine, whatever, that's okay. But some people it really resonates with and really inspires people. And they're the people that I that I talk to, right, that I want to have in my world. And if you think of, if you want to put it into real world terms, that which I always find is easier to use some sort of analogy to help you kind of get out of the mindset of just thinking about social media or social media. And if we start thinking about it as as conversations instead, if you think of Speaker's Corner, right, in Hyde Park in London, and you may never have been there, but I'm I'm fairly sure that it's it's something that you will have heard of. And if not, Google it or look on YouTube. But Speaker's Corner has been an area of, of um, literally a corner of Hyde Park for forever, years, hundreds of years, probably. And people take their box, their soap box. Yeah, this is where it kind of comes from and stand on it and talk about the things that matter to them. And some of these things are fairly left field. (laughs) And some of them are things that we absolutely could all get behind. And the point is that they go, they talk about the things that they're passionate about, and people listen, right? Some people will stop and listen. There will be the gawpers, you know, people who just think, what? (laughs) The the, um, rubberneckers kind of... But so they're in social media terms, they're kind of just your casual strollers, scroll scrollers, not strollers. Yeah. But the people who stop and listen and are nodding along and, you know, maybe talk to the person after they finish talking and all of that. That's the that's your engagement. They're the people that you want to attract. And it's much lower numbers. Yeah. But they're the people who are interested. They're the people who believe the same things as you. They're the people who are going to comment and talk to you and start conversations and be advocates and become clients. And together you can make the world a better place, right? You can support them to make the world a better place. And that's kind of the stuff that matters. That's the that's the core way to make your social media less boring is just say what you're thinking, yeah? Share what's in your head and share what matters to you. And then moving on from that to um, point number two is write and talk like a human, okay? And this particularly, the, the, the example that I gave of the corporate construction post that my husband and I were talking about earlier, it just, I mean, it was about four or five lines long and it didn't have any punctuation whatsoever. It was one long sentence, which was really hard to read. And just, it was just like, what? You know, it's like somebody had copied it out of a manual. It was really kind of complicated. And I know they're talking, you know, technical language in the technical industry, but you're still always talking to people, right? You don't have to cram everything with jargon. So if you want engagement, right, writing like, a human, like you would talk to a human face-to-face, is the way to start conversations. You can use bullet points to make it visually easier to read. You can use emojis if that is appropriate in your industry, but it's it's a way of kind of breaking up the text and making it easier for people to digest. And 
you can make it more kind of fun, right? If you're a funny person and you have a good sense of humour and you like to share humour with your clients, that's, you know, write in that way, yeah? And write write in a way that is, is the way that you would talk. And if you find that really difficult, because it is it, it can be kind of quite difficult to get your head around, then either record yourself saying what you want to say, right, as if you're just talking to someone, or actually record a conversation. So get someone to ask you some questions. And then the answer, the way that you actually phrase things in talking language it, um, will come out. So you can record that and then that you can you can use that to write down. Or use something like ChatGPT, the AI tool, which um, episode 31 makes is all about that, tells you how to use that, then go back and listen to the previous episode to this one, and you'll be able to get some tips on that. But put in what you want to say and ask it to rephrase it in chatty language, in bullet points, in half fifty percent of the words, something like that. And it will it will, you know, take what you've written and and make it make it much better. So there are ways that you can write like a like a human because it was one thing that I always found when I first started my business in tool way back in 2011 I had come from education I'd worked in worked in education and uh kind of corporate education and I was in the final throes of doing my master's degree and both of those were not places to that facilitated kind of casual language okay so certainly the first blogs that I wrote were just horrendous. They were <laughs> they were really quite jargon based. There was a lot of data in them, and there were citations and all sorts of stuff. So I learned, I guess, in my first year or so of business to kind of embrace my own voice. And I mean, if you've read my book or any of my content, then you know that I, there's a definite yeah, there's a definite kind of tone to what I write, a definite flavour. And is it always the most perfect? grammar and you know absolutely on point and all that no but I'm not because sometimes my brain goes off on a tangent and I'm thinking about four other things while I'm telling you this and you know that's all okay too and even sharing stuff like that I think is important yeah the more you share about you and I don't mean the real deep intricacies of your life or pictures of your kids or anything like that but the more you share what goes on with you and your business and all this stuff, the more you will resonate with people. So rather than just posting a really boring picture of a palette and writing one long sentence that covers about six different points, you, know, you could make a more interesting picture. You could make, like I say, add bullet points. You could make the content so much more interesting. So remember that you're talking to people and you're also talking to people in a kind of busy place, right? If you if you kind of visualise Speaker's Corner or if you don't know where it is, imagine it, you know, this huge park, busy thoroughfare, you've got road one side and you've got five people all standing on their soapboxes talking about different things. It really is a great analogy for social media, that, because you're all almost shouting into the void, Right. But it's by sharing your message and being passionate about it that people find you and the people come to you and they listen to you and they engage with you, which means that 
the in the you know the the technical sense the algorithms know that they're interested in you and so next time you share something they're more likely to see it but if you're sharing content that nobody ever cares about least of all you because it was just a thing you needed to stick out there that was on your to-do list (coughs) excuse me then nobody's it's never going to achieve anything right which just makes you frustrated which makes you wonder why you're bothering with it, which makes you want to leave social media, which, you know, makes you question what your own worth in the world and all this stuff, right? Spirals happen. But it's actually, the more the more you just kind of let go, the easier it is to move forward and the easier it is to just say what you think and, and share, what's, share what's out there, yeah? The good stuff and, and the bad stuff. It's okay to share bad stuff. I mean, if you've read my book, um, Life in Business, available on Amazon, then you'll know that I share some really awful stuff that's happened to me, challenging times in business over the years. But that makes makes me who I am. And I don't have any shame about that or any regret about the things that happened. It's, it's part of the journey and it's part of the rich tapestry of business life. And it's that kind of approach and I guess honesty and stuff that does make me resonate with people. And people say to me, wow, I really feel seen. I really feel like you understand me. And it's like, I do because I've been there. <laughs> and so I know what it's like. And that, you know, that that's kind of just a refreshing thing to see from people. Do you not think? Knowing that I don't know. Sometimes it's quite hard when someone, I mean, if someone's like a proper big celebrity, like Oprah Winfrey or something brilliant, you know, we, we, we admire her, we aspire to be as good a person as her and all of that. But it's actually, sometimes it's quite hard to kind of resonate when someone has been so successful and so wealthy, I guess, for so long that by always sharing, you know, if people are always sharing how successful they are and how successful all their clients are and how everything's really shiny and amazing, to me, that doesn't resonate with me, right? Because I think, mm, okay, I smell a certain amount of cover-up here. And so I think that being real about things helps more people and perhaps sharing an area of, area of an element, sorry, of vulnerability, it is more easy to resonate with people. So writing and talking like a human is, is, a, good, is a good thing. Is, yeah, it's a good thing to do. And then point number three in ways to make your social media less boring is arguably kind of maybe a little bit controversial. But I say that scheduling your content makes it easier for you to remain interesting. Let me explain. So I'm a big fan of scheduling, okay, right? You know that. Anything for an easy life, anything to um, minimise a daily kind of drain on mental energy or resources. And I believe that it's easier to write things en masse, right, in a bulk, because you get into the groove and you can elaborate on the point that you've made and you can reiterate the point you've made by wording it slightly differently. And you can see kind of in the whole context, you know, like the bird's eye view of what you're sharing, how it all makes sense in terms of a reader's journey, right, or a viewer's journey. And 
you'll also you kind of don't have to think of stuff on the hoof right if you don't schedule content then that's when the oh shit I've not posted anything on Instagram for three days I need to put something out and you just chuck something out right and we've all done it right there's no shame here or judgment we've all done that but you know yourself that it's a bit shit right (laughs) and so it's kind of not surprising when it doesn't really land but then that's when this spiral starts right Whereas if you sit down and you schedule stuff and you block out half a day and you do a whole month's worth of content in that time, it will probably be some of the best content that you, you've created because you're, say you're in, you're in this groove, it keeps you consistent, it makes sure that there's a variety of content, yeah? So you can see, all right, that on Tuesday next week, I've shared a post about whatever, so I know not to post that exact same thing for another two weeks and then I'll share something about that on the Friday right so it it enables you to kind of be much more strategic like that and that kind of higher level thinking is an absolute way to take a massive burden off your shoulders it is it there's no two ways about it so if you block out time once a month once a fortnight however long it takes you to create your content depending on what kind of content that you create because like reels will take you longer than static posts probably, um, block out the amount of time that you need and get it done in a bulk and schedule it all out. And honestly, I think that's one of the simplest ways to stop yourself rushing, to stop yourself from panicking about content that you're sharing. And therefore, it will make it read much better and it will be much more on point and much more engaging So the key thing that you're trying to do with all of your social media content is not just to post something on social media, right? That's ridiculous. It's like opening your front door and just shouting across the road. It just doesn't make any sense, yeah? People will just think you're a bit odd. It doesn't make any sense to do something like that. But using social media as a place to start a conversation with one person, with two people, with three people, it gradually builds, right? Then the way to do that is to actually kind of think about it and share some things that you care about. And you'll find the people who also care about that too, or who want to be educated in that way or be supported in that way, yeah? By somebody who who has those similar beliefs. And I've shared on this podcast before, a few weeks ago about a client that I that I had who um, we were working on this kind of stuff, right, along with her wider business offering. And she talked a lot about her faith it, just in our conversations. And I said to her, why do you never share this? Why do you never talk about this? If it's such an important part of your life, why do you never share it? And something kind of clicked with her as we were talking. And then she came out as, as you know, being a, a Christian well-being coach and wanting to work with Christian women. And and it just has, you can just tell from the content that she shares now how liberating that's been just by allowing herself to be herself. And some people it won't resonate with. And we joked at the time, because I'm an atheist, though, we joked at the time about this being the business advice that I was giving her. But some people it doesn't resonate with. And that's fine. Because then why would she want to work with them anyway if it doesn't resonate? You wouldn't. None of us would. If you actually think about it, the more you kind of share what you believe in, and therefore that is niching, right? And the more you do that, 
the more people you're the more of the right people you're actually going to attract and the easier it's going to be for you to get clients which is ultimately the reason that you're sharing stuff on social media which is not for the good of your health okay so it just it's all part of the it's all part of the bigger picture here but how to make your social media less boring aka how do i get more engagement is to be passionate about what you do, to share your passion, to share what makes you angry, to share what you care about, to share why you do what you do, those things that matter to you. And also to write and talk like a human, yeah? To start conversations, to say things that people will want to respond to, to ask people how they are, to not post really blooming boring photos and write one long sentence that doesn't mean anything anyway, you know, break things up with bullet points. Think that people are actually going to be looking at this. And this isn't about necessarily attention grabbing in the feed, yeah, which you'll see a lot of on social media. This is about just being, enabling people to join in the conversation that you're starting. It's a much better way of thinking about it. Humanise it all and stop thinking about social media just as a, you know, an algorithmic kind of whatever. It's just a place to start a conversation like walking in a room that's all it is, okay? So make things easy and accessible for people and make them something you care about. And then sit down and write it all, get it all out, and then schedule that content over the next few weeks. And it will just free up your headspace doing that And I promise you, it will make your social media less boring because you're able to see it as part of a big picture of your business, of your marketing. And you won't even really think about it as marketing either. It's just, ooh, here are some things that are interesting and that I care about that are relevant to my business. I'm going to talk about these and that's how I'm going to connect with the people who this stuff falls with. Yeah, this stuff resonates with as well. And it's so powerful. And it's so simple, yeah? So hopefully that's given you a really good reframe today on how to kind of tackle your social media and how to make it less boring and less onerous and a horrible thing that you just have to deal with. Being human and sharing you, the essence of you, is the key to your success here, for sure. If you stand up and shout about what matters to you, that's what people want to hear. And I don't mean literally standing on a soapbox in the street shouting at people. I mean being consistent and passionate about what you believe in. You, By doing that, you will attract the right people and your business will grow. And that's my advice for you today. So go out there, be less boring. Oh, it's like, why don't you, isn't it? Turn off the TV and go out there and be do something less boring instead. So welcome to the 80s there, kids. <laughs> Uh, thanks for joining me today it's been an absolute pleasure as always and I will see you next week thank you for listening to life in business please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes and if you enjoyed today's show please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.